Hello, all, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. And we're always grateful to be here, especially on days and episodes when we get to have guest speakers, which is today. Yeah, and you know, one of the topics that listeners are always asking about that couples, you know, really they come into therapy about all the time. It's sort of the key indicator that there are struggles in their relationship. It is intimacy, and it's a difficult thing to talk about. Um, It's also something that we get almost zero healthy guidance as young people around. And so we try to dip into this topic as frequently as possible. And we're always grateful when we bring in someone who is an expert and who has a perspective that is going to... uh, you know, maybe enlighten you, open you up, and create some really stimulating conversation. So today we have uh, Susan Bratton, and I love her bio. She is an intimacy expert to millions. She's a champion and advocate for all who desire intimacy and passion in their whole life long. She's a co-founder and CEO of two corporations. One is Personal Life Media, which is a publisher of heart-connected lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills. And also she has another company, The 20 LLC. It's a manufacturer of organic and botanical supplements that enhance sexual vitality. That is is a lot. Susan, thank you so (laughs) much for being with us today. Hi, Tara. Hi, EJ. It's so great to be here. You two are just so dedicated to helping couples move through the problems that honestly plague almost everybody. Mm -hmm. And yet because it's sex, people feel so alone. And so I really, number one, I love that you're from Arizona. I love Tucson. You have the Saguaro National Monument, which is absolutely incredible. It is, isn't it? And and it's so great to be with you because I, I know what a great empire you've built to help people and how hard you've worked to make it happen. And I always love to talk to people who are really just butts in seats, helping (laughs) individual couples move through these things that are totally fixable. So I know you have a lot of success. Thank you for that. That was very beautiful to hear. And and, and yes, I'm (laughs) so excited to just hear all about what you're going to say, because again, I can't emphasize enough. I mean, the reason why EJ and I started our own couples counseling center was because we were going through really difficult things in our marriage and we had both been therapists. And I said, wow, EJ, if two therapists can struggle in this way, like we have to help our community and other couples. And again, one of the biggest issues that we see couples and in the relationship for us in the beginning was intimacy, you know, sex and, and how do we talk about it? And so again, having an expert on and all the work you've done, we're, we're very happy that you're here. Yeah. Thank you. So Susan, I mean, do you mind just sort of first just introducing yourself to our audience and just telling a little bit about yourself and sort of how you ended up where you are? Yeah, of course. This is my second career, actually. And I started out in the Silicon Valley in high tech. I, I am literally one of the people that invented the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I was 42, I was 11 years into my wedding anniversary. I had a couple of gin martinis and said to my husband, I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Mm. This is not working. You're emotionally checked out. I never see you. We're living parallel lives. I mean, you look at our life. We live in a mansion. We make all this money. We have a beautiful daughter. We drive incredible cars. We go on incredible vacations, but we don't have sex. And you are basically non-existent in this marriage. 
And really what had happened, you know, hindsight is 2020. Right. Um, I didn't want to have sex with him because I had been having sex with him religiously for over a decade by that time in our marriage. And I never had an orgasm from intercourse. It just wasn't good for me. I just got sick of him begging and being bitchy and trying to cajole me. And I just did everything I could to avoid having sex with him. Yeah, it wasn't like a freedom. There, it felt like there was a lot of tension or a sense of responsibility there. Exactly. That's it was not like sexy. a chore. It was a chore <laughs> yes. to have sex with him. And add to that the fact that he was cheating on me, but I didn't know it. And he had so much guilt about it. He was having sex with me, browbeating me into having sex with him while he was cheating on me. And he stunk. Mm. I was trying to have sex with him and he smelled so bad because he was a nervous wreck because he was out of integrity in his marriage. Mm. So it was a really horrible situation, just horrible. And I remember that we said, well, we're either going to get divorced or we're going to fix this. And, you know, of course it was all my problem because I didn't want to have sex, right? Like mm -hmm. it was my fault that the marriage was ruined because I was frigid. And um, I mean, this is what happens all the time with couples oh, right. is these kinds of dynamics. And I wanted to have good sex. I wanted to have a romantic relationship. I wanted to be in love with my husband. I literally have the best husband in the world. We've now been married 31 years. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> we fixed our problems. And here's how we fixed our problems. We went to a marriage and family therapist who was not as good as the two of you. And his girlfriend that he was cheating with that I didn't know about at the time was like, you need to have sex every day. You should leave your wife because I'll give you sex every day. She was trying to break up the marriage and steal him away. And so he would go to the therapist and he would say, I need sex every day. And she's like, I think you might be a sex addict, dude. Oh, I think no. I would need you to go to a sex addict anonymous class yeah. and you know check in with yourself on this because this kind of demand when your wife feels so estranged from you just doesn't seem right. And then she dug into me a little bit and she's like, oh, oh, okay. So your stepfather sexually molested you repeatedly as a child. You've got problems too. You've got huge problems around your sexuality. So we started peeling the layers back and it turns out that my husband was really just demanding that because his girlfriend told him to, mm -hmm. right? Because she was going to give it to him. So he wanted to know if I would give him that, he would stay with me. But if not, then he was just going to go with her. And that was putting me in a really awkward position because I didn't want to have sex with this guy. He was pissing me off. Mm -hmm. He was acting like an asshole. He was stinky. He was demanding. And I was up against the wall with an ultimatum. It was just the shittiest situation. But I loved him. And I didn't want to ruin my little daughter's life. And I yeah. knew we were really good together. It was this one thing. Mm -hmm. So we worked with the therapist. She really helped me move through my trauma. And really what I had to do to move through that trauma was to get to compassion for my transgressor. Mm -hmm. And people who are in trauma can barely imagine that to be possible. But with good therapists who deal with trauma, you can move through it, find your way back to who you were before you were traumatized, heal your sexuality. And I did a lot of somatic experience therapy. I did a lot of talk therapy. I did a lot of modalities of therapy because mm -hmm. you don't fix trauma just with conversation. Right. I did a lot of um, G-spot relief and release work to heal the enteric nervous system in my womb from the trauma. 
At the same time, my husband started working with someone who was a counselor who said, you got to tell her the truth, dude. Like, you're being such a dick having an affair and not admitting that to your wife while she's trying to fix everything. That's mm. like really yeah. bad. So he comes clean. He tells me he's having an affair. Then I go through the crushing shame. Yeah. It was so weird. But my response was that I had done something wrong, that he had to go have an affair. Mm-hmm. I took it on myself. So I'm the one that can't have orgasms from intercourse. I'm the one that had the trauma. I'm the one that had the crushing shame because he had to go outside the marriage. I mean, I really took on all this responsibility. And when I look back on it, he was equally responsible. He had no idea how to have sex with me. I had no idea how to have sex with him. And what really fixed it, I mean, the trauma therapy was super helpful. Him getting clean with me was super helpful. And when he got clean with me about what was really going on, we happened to know a wonderful man named Tabor Shadburn, who teaches Brad Blanton's Radical Honesty teachings, his trainings. And Tabor really helped us learn the practice of being honest with each other and being honest with your partner when you're going through Mm -hmm. trauma, shame, anger, you know, cheating, all this is freaking hard. Because what you find out about your dishonesty is that you lie all the time. Hmm. You're basically just a walking liar because our culture demands that you lie, you sugarcoat, you walk on eggshells, you brush it under the carpet, you suck it up. I mean, our whole culture mm-hmm. is that. And it's worse for men than women because men, they don't even get the panoply of all of the emotions. The only ones they're allowed to do are anger and victimhood. So that's why they act like assholes. Right. So it was just really interesting to go through the getting honest. Well, when you put your penis inside me, it literally takes my turn on down. Wow. You stink. I can't stand the way you smell. You know, like saying the stuff that was real and, you know, like, I'm so mad at you because you don't have sex with me. Do you know what it's like to live in a sexless marriage? I feel useless. I feel totally unloved. I feel, I feel like I'm a worthless piece of crap to you. You know, like, so we went through all that stuff (laughs) and man, it was super cathartic to actually be able (laughs) to say the things and to really get in touch with our own feelings and put words to these repressed, upset, traumatized parts of us. And it was interesting because about that same time as we were coming through some of the initial therapy and really starting to be honest with each other, we decided that the third thing that was really missing for us was actually knowing how to have sex and co-create pleasure. And it wasn't just about the fact that I had been traumatized. It was also the fact that he came every time we had intercourse. And Mm -hmm. for him, sex was intercourse. And Mm -hmm. I never came. And so it was like, all right, we got to get this girl to have orgasms. But I kept disassociating out of sexuality because... You know, every time before when someone would stick their penis in me, it was traumatizing for me. I literally never had good sex. I never had loving, heart-connected sex. And so I had to learn, and my husband stayed with me and was like, come back to me. Come back to me. We're right here. And he got me back in my body. And he did all kinds of G-spot massage and yoni massage, yoni being the woman's vulva, Mm -hmm. a basically genital massage to awaken all of the tissue and to heal the nervous system. And we started going to sex workshops and bam, like that, our sex life got better. 
literally we just we went to the human awareness institute at hi.org h-a-i.org mm-hmm. we did ecstatic loving workshops with steve and lakita carter steve has passed on now unfortunately but they still continue we went to orgasmic meditation workshops we went to expanded orgasm workshops we did tony robbins we spent like 30 grand going to like <laughs> workshops and self-help and all this stuff we walked on fire with tony we did date with destiny we learned our relationship value we started getting honest about what we really wanted. And all of a sudden, I started having orgasms from intercourse. Wow. And to this day, literally what happened was we decided that we wanted to start a business. We fell in love with each other. We started having great sex together. We're like, oh my God, all our friends are getting divorced. And we know it's not money because we were all in Silicon Valley raking it in. Right. And it was all sex. And it was because they didn't know what they were doing. We're like, we got to bring this on the internet, babe. We're internet people. Hmm. We got to bring these workshops where you have to spend, you know, thousands of dollars, fly to San Francisco, get naked in a room full of people, which nobody's going to (laughs) do. And turn this into online programs that couples can do together to learn how to transform having sex, which is shitty, into making love, which is awesome. And we want to teach people how to have all kinds of orgasms. We want to teach people that orgasms are learned skills. We want to teach people what the techniques are. We want to teach them pleasuring techniques. We want to teach them bedroom communication skills. And by the way, a few years into it, because we've been doing this going on 20 years, a few years into it, we're like, we better do the health thing because people's genitals hurt. They've got ED, they've got painful sex, you know, so we got to fix that problem too, because you have to have mind, body, and spirit to make the whole wheel turn in your sex life life. So that's really the story of us understanding that, yes, there's trauma. You can get through trauma. Honesty is the only way to go. You can handle honesty. What you can't Mm. handle is the not knowing. Honesty is the gift you bring to your Mm. marriage. Mm. And stop lying and start being reality-based and get educated about sex and you'll get good at it like that click, click, click. It's so easy and fast. And that was really the beginning of personal life media that we've been now almost two decades. We have online programs. I've written over 44 books and programs. I've published the work of my mentors. I'm, you know, just constantly out there speaking from stage on podcasts, on television, on radio, and just letting people know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You can learn what you need to know. It happens super, super fast. The turnarounds are really possible. And all the stuff that you're frustrated about, low libido, mismatched libido, my partner's not romantic enough, they, you know, all the things you don't like about your sex life are so easily fixable if you just know what to do. And the to do is easy. So that that's really how I turned my greatest wound into my greatest gift. Yeah, what a story of like uh, personal and and relationship redemption, right? I mean, just completely yeah. flipped it around. Well, and that you and your husband went through so much of your own work together and doing all of the workshops and like, I mean, I think that's why EJ and I have been so successful in what we do because we took our own suffering and we tried to come up with whatever we could in our own therapist toolbox and not only that but our own human toolbox and like we were able to like be successful in building emotional safety and connecting and so we feel so empowered and like we know that you don't have to separate like there is a way and it feels like 
You and your husband found this peace through the intimacy world, which a lot of couples do not do. They get to that point of helplessness and then it's done. And it's learned helplessness at that point. And then the stories they've created are so embedded Mm-hmm. You know, and and for I guess what I'm hearing too is like the idea of going to like right these sex workshops or whatever seems a, probably a little overwhelming for a lot of couples, but that you are able to work with your husband and create yeah. these online programs where couples can do it safe from their home. Yes, that's oh. exactly right. I mean, I'm sold. We're going to be like purchasing whatever tonight, honey. <laughs> oh no, I'll give you everything. You don't have to buy anything. You should have it. The one of the latest things I have been on fire lately, just writing and doing my best work. I'm 61 years old. I'm having the best sex of my life. My vulva, I don't use the word vagina because that's just one part of our overall urogenital system. I say vulva or I say yoni, Y-O-N-I. Yoni is the tantric sex word for the female genital system. And the male is the lingam. So sometimes you'll hear me say penis, sometimes lingam, sometimes yoni, sometimes vulva. My vulva is absolutely gorgeous right now. It is so velvety and rich and beautiful and it looks pretty. It smells like nothing, perfect, healthy. (laughs) Um, It's super activated, highly orgasmic, extremely responsive. It gives me incredible pleasure intercourse is like the best it's ever been for me in my whole life. I have 15 or 20 different kinds of orgasms, locations to stimulate, techniques we use, uh, toys and objects that give us orgasms. I mean, I'm having so much fun in my sex life. And I think that people have these limiting beliefs like Mm -hmm. your libido drops at menopause. Bullshit. Uh, you know, you, as you age, you want less sex bullshit. Uh, you get too old and you age out of sex because you get, you know, ED or you shrivel up or whatever bullshit. It's all (laughs) bullshit. Your best sex is ahead of you. And it is one of the most nurturing wonder besides the love of family and friends. And if you have a faith and that's important to you, the benefits of faith for you, your health, your energy, your exercise, the delicious food in your life, art, song, music, connection, sex is right there. Mm. It's in that top five or 10 things that make you love your life and yourself. It reboots your nervous system. It infuses you with all kinds of wonderful neurotransmitters, peptides, hormones, etc. It just keeps you young and it keeps you vital. When you stop having sex, your planned human obsolescence accelerates. I mean, we only live so long. And if you want to get old fast and die, stop having yeah. sex. <laughs> so you've got to fight for your sex life. You got to do the things that make it fun. So you want to keep doing it. And what I wrote just recently is something called the sex life bucket list, because what I've realized over the years, and I'll wrap this up so you can get a word in edgewise. What I've realized (laughs) over the years is that people like techniques for sure. Don't get me wrong, especially men. But, and people need bedroom communication skills. Mm -hmm. So I make it very easy to learn how to talk in the bedroom. And we can parking lot that if you want to go there. But what I think people really want from me are, and what keeps the monotony of monogamy out of the bedroom Mm -hmm. is fun, sensual, and sexual experiences that you have together. So I created the Sex Life Bucket List. It's at sexlifebucketlist.com. 
www.thepowerofpositivelifestyle.com. It's a downloadable PDF. When you download it and print it out, there are 48 exciting experiences and ideas you can do together as a couple, and most of them you can do as as a solo person. You should not give up your sex life just because you don't have a partner right now. Mm. And if you have a partner, you should be damn lucky and know you are and stop (laughs) treating them badly because you're so freaking lucky to have them. There's so many lonely people out there. And you go through this and you say, okay, this idea is an A. This I definitely want this on my bucket list. This is a B. I wouldn't be on my bucket list, but if my partner wanted to do it, I would do it. And this is a C. It's not for me right now. Because as you sexually mature, the things you used to think, I'm not going to do that, now are the stuff of your fantasies. So sexlifebucketlist.com is really one of my best solutions to helping couples find their way back to having fun in the bedroom together. Because if you just keep wearing the same old path to Mm. the same old neural networks that you always use, it's just you're you're on your road to death. You got to you got to fight for your life and you got to fight for your sex life. I think we're going to have like little file folders in each of our therapist's office with the sex life bucket list <laughs> folder yeah. so that they can give it to all of our couples we see. Exactly. Uh, well, sorry, it's like Adrian. a tool, right? To just oh, to, sure. to give people to, you know, one of the big things that we do oftentimes with couples is just like give them the the gateway to stimulating conversations, you know, give them yeah. the gateway back to curiosity because, you know, sex aside, like life starts to feel really mundane. You know, and you just, you know, so, so here's a big question. I think most of our listeners are going to, are going to relate to this is we get this message that just people have different libidos, you know, that, that's, that there's always a high desire partner. There's always a low desire partner in heterosexual relationship. The message is like, Hey, men are just going to have a higher sex drive and a women, especially after they have children, it's just going to diminish. You got to figure out a way to deal with it. And from everything that I've I read about you before we we had you on, like you you don't buy into that, and and help us understand what's flawed about that. Yeah, well, I think what's what the problem is is that men have three distinct sexual competitive advantages. The first one is that men get a bath of testosterone once or twice a day, and if they have pretty good testosterone, it makes them horny. They have more testosterone coursing through their body than females do, and testosterone's really the molecule of of lust. Mm. Um, so, so they're horny every day. The second thing is that men are biologically driven to masturbate on a daily or close to daily basis because they need to keep their semen and their sperm fresh. Because if you're not having sex and creating progeny, offspring, then that planned obsolescence is you're dying. Mm. So men want to masturbate pretty much their whole lives. That's what keeps them young and horny and healthy. And women don't, they don't have that drive to masturbate because they don't need sperm to be fresh. They've got eggs for so long. And so they're always playing with their dick and they're always thinking about sex every day. And they're probably watching porn. So they're getting some sexual stimulation. And so sex is on their mind every day where for women, it's very easy because we're estrogen dominant. We've got our, we've got our mind on like a million things. Mm-hmm. We're much less linear. We're more parallel in our thinking multifunctional in our thinking. And so it's hard for us to get out of our head and into our body. Guys are in their body because they're touching their their penises all the time. And so they're just thinking about sex more. And then the third thing is, and this is really where 
it gets messed up. Why women don't want to have the sex that men do ongoing. Because men have very fast acting hemodynamics, blood flow. Because they have a penis, which is basically a banana. You think, imagine a banana. And if you think about the banana and that's his penis, okay. So if you think about it, 50% of his penis sticks out of his body. 50% is in and down toward his testicles. So a new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time from an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now you've got this whole banana, and when you peel away the skin, all that fruit is erectile tissue. And it's straight, three straight chambers. So he thinks about sex, he gets aroused, and if he's healthy, he gets a heart on. Men get four to six nocturnal erections a night. They wake up with morning wood. Mm -hmm. They masturbate every day. I mean, they're really in the sex groove all the time. And, And this is all predicated on them being healthy. Right. If they're not, if they're eating shitty food, they're not doing any exercise, all that goes away. It's use it or lose it. But with women, if I took my clitoris out and I put it in your hand, my clitoris, our women's clitorises would cover the palm of your hand. It's like a little organ. It's a, it's called the clitoral body. It has, it has a tip, a shaft, the body. It has two arms and it has two vestibular bulbs. It's a piece of meat inside there. And that's one of three erectile tissues in our system. The other one is the perineal sponge. People call it a G-spot. It's not a spot. It's a big, long tube, like a pool noodle of erectile tissue. It looks closer to what is inside the penis. And then we have a third sponge between the vagina and the rectum called the perineal sponge. Our vaginas are literally wrapped in a bracelet of erectile tissue. It's not just the tip of the clitters. It's all the buried treasure that's inside us that we're not aware of because wow. we can't see it. And so it takes a 20 to 30 minutes of stimulation to get that blood flow into that erectile structure, all three of them, to plump up so that it's full of blood, so that it has the surface area that's bigger that sends 
all the pleasure signals to the brain, our biggest sex organ. So we feel the pleasure that is our birthright. But what do women do? Hurry up, stick it in, get it over with and go. Exactly. Never get engorged. Never get turned on. Never get a hard on. Why don't they want to have sex? Because it's shitty for them. Because they don't know. I had sex with my husband for a decade, 11 years of dutiful sex without a single orgasm from intercourse. He came every single time. And when you see that Dr. Lori Mintz on her TED Talk talking Mm -hmm. about the orgasm gap, the gap between how easy it is for men to have an orgasm, how difficult it is for women. But the answer is really my number one thing I like to make sure people understand, which is she needs 20 to 30 minutes of sex. And I don't mean foreplay. I mean, and I don't mean intercourse. I mean, stroke my hair, play with my breasts, tease my nipples, kiss my neck, pat my belly, grab my butt, stroke my thighs, uh, use a vibrator on my mons, my outer labia, awaken my all my clitoral tissue with a yoni massage, get good at where all the parts are and how to touch them, touch them all the way they need to be touched to bring the blood flow in. When you kiss, when you play with breasts and nipples, you start arousal from the inside out. It's the everted clitoral erection. When you do vibration, manual pleasuring, and oral pleasuring, you're doing external clitoral erection. You're getting the tissue from the inside and the outside to fill with blood so that literally you can cross that gasm chasm. You can actually have intercourse where it feels super good to her because she's finally got an Mm -hmm. erection. So I say to couples, Every time you have intercourse without being fully engorged, you're putting another brick in the wall of Mm. your future sexless marriage. You have to put the work in to the vulva that it takes to get the commensurate erection or don't even bother. Tara's jumping out of her seat over here. I'm like mind blown. (laughs) Mind blown. Like How come? No, and that's such a good way because I think, again, as a mom of four kids, I'm like, 30 minutes, like, you're right, right? I have that, like, okay, let's just, like, great, like, I've got 10 minutes, honey, like, okay. It's just a whole different way of perceiving, like, what my body is capable yeah. of. Like, I didn't know any of this, yeah. Susan. Like, yeah. well, thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. This is going to be, like, probably our most listened to podcast yeah. ever. Yeah. As you were saying all that, like, was jump, what, what I was thinking inside of myself is like, gosh, it's like, it's like we go out throughout our lives with the sexual awareness of like a teenager, mm. you know, it's like kind of the, the yeah, you know, the, the, that instinctual sort of like no brain approach to sex that we had mm. when we, when we first had it, it doesn't evolve much. You know, because like, what's the support around it? Like, what's the education around it? It's it's nothing, right? I know. Even most sex educators don't even know this. Yeah. They're still posting, you have to do oral because women can't have orgasms from intercourse. And I'm like, you're wrong. This is incorrect. You shouldn't even be a sex therapist. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just terrible 
the misinformation that's out there. But it's getting better. I mean, even just me being able to tell you that I could put my clitoris in your hand and it would mm-hmm. cover up your palm. We're finally, literally in, this is the year 2022 when we're recording this, we're finally literally getting the dissected clitorises from, you know, a half dozen to a dozen uh, female cadavers, 40 to 80, and studying them and wow. looking at them. And you know why we're doing that? Thank our trans folks. Because they're having sex change surgeries and they needed to know where the nerves were and what they enervated and how they could spare damage to the nerves when they rebuilt the genitals to switch genders. And so it's literally the trans folks that are helping all the women in the world finally become aware that we have as much erectile tissue in our vulva Mm -hmm. as our male-bodied partners do. But I always joke that it's kind of like an English muffin. We're an English muffin because you have to take the muffin out of the package and you have to slice it and then you have to put it in the toaster. And when it pops up, it's not toasted ever the first time. The muffin (laughs) is the most recalcitrant toasted object there is. (laughs) And so you have to hit the toaster down again and then it pops up and it's toasted. Then you take the cold butter and you have to put it on there and you squeeze the two sides together and then you wait And then the butter melts into all the nooks and crannies. That's the blood flow to the vulva. It's Mm. nooks and crannies. And I'll tell you something. Just mentioning that English muffin makes my mouth water every time. (laughs) Doesn't it sound so good, that English muffin, that toasty, buttery English muffin? It's friggin' worth the wait. Absolutely. So like if you really, my husband and I call ourselves Team Sweetie. And it's us against my vulva. Like, (laughs) I don't have any control over my vulva. She wants what she wants and she's going to – my husband won't have a quickie with me. If I'm like, let's just do a real fast. And he's like, "Uh uh-uh, because you know she'll get all mad at me. I'm not doing it. (laughs) So we team up with her for her (laughs) where it's our job together to do the things that are going to bring the blood flow so that when we do get to intercourse – I'm happy because if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Empowering and if mama Zioni ain't happy, everybody's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we we jumped like into the deep end right away, and most, if not all, couples like some some of what we're talking about this awareness. They're kind of they're they're probably a little bit blown away, like like Tara was yeah. right. What's the entry point for a couple who has been struggling maybe years, yeah. maybe decades? Yeah. What's the entry point for them even beginning this this pathway? Yeah, learning yoni and lingam massage. Like, all right, you don't want sex as much as I do. Let's work on that with a hands-on approach. Mm. We're going to schedule dates, and the dates are going to be to learn how to do yoni and lingam massage. I'm going to stroke your penis with my hands. I'm going to use warm, sweet almond oil, organic if possible. You're going to lie there on a towel and you can play with my boobs. You can tell me dirty stories. We can have conversations. You can tell me harder, softer, longer, deeper, tickle my balls, whatever you want to do. And <laughs> EJ's laughing, tickle my balls. <laughs> you guys can't see him because we're on an audio podcast, but <laughs> I can see him over there giggling. Oh, tickle my balls. <laughs> and, and blushing a little, Susan. He can handle it. Absolutely. <laughs> this is the thing I know about people. People want to know the truth and yeah. they can handle it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to baby people. People really really appreciate the truth. So at first they're like, oh my God, you should have heard this lady on the relationship renovation podcast. Oh my God. But they're like, thank God I heard her. So (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
So you do the lingam and then the next day you do the yoni massage. And on my website, betterlover.com, just go to the top of the search box, type in yoni, type in massage, type in vagina, and you will find all my videos on yoni and lingam massage. You'll find so many videos. I tell you how to do it, what to do, et cetera. And you can watch them together. And then you begin to be giving each other Mm -hmm. feedback. Oh, look at that. Now you're talking to each other about your sex and what feels good. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. So it's just really the practice of you got to try it to get good. You got to do it to get good. And the more you start to pleasure each other, the more connected you get, the more your limbic systems connect, the more you start to conjoin again, the more you feel intimate and close, the less pissed off you are, the more pleasure you're having, the more you're laughing. And pretty soon she's making dates with him because now she's really turned on because she's finally getting what she never got and she's starting to love sex. Now she wants to try a vibrator. Oh, now she wants to try a cock ring. Oh, now she wants to do some lingerie modeling. Oh, now they want to try mutual masturbation. Oh, now they want to find her G spot. Oh, now they want to find his P spot. Like it just builds. It keeps on going. Itself. It keeps yeah. going and going. And then we're out of business, Susan. Like then no one will come to couples counseling anymore. Oh, no, they're still going to bitch about money. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm just <laughs> I always joke that if sex were a brand, it has a tagline: "Sex." There's always something more. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. It never ends. The joy and pleasure never ends. I've never run out of fun things to do. I mean, there's I just do like, it all the time. Well, and I also think it's important just to go back to because you know you have you have a history of trauma and. We see a lot of couples where one partner or both have a history of sexual trauma. And we also know like one out of three women have been sexually abused in their life. And that is the current research, which is unfortunate, but true. I think it's low. I think that number's low. And yeah. I think so many men are traumatized too. I, I agree. think it's traumatizing to live in our culture. <laughs> our culture is sexually repressed. We have yeah. a lot of religious shame. Um, you know, we have no information except things that are scare mm. tactics. No wonder we're struggling. But to know that like you can heal through that and have an entirely different experience with your sexuality and you can feel empowered in it instead of right disempowered. And I love that you shared your story. Thank you. I mean, I know that's vulnerable and, but I think it's really important for a lot of people to hear that who who have experienced who probably think they'll that, that they'll they can never, never have a yeah. satisfying sex life that it was sort of robbed from them at, at an early point in their life yeah you can everyone can move through it it is possible i like multimodalities though i like talk therapy mm-hmm. combined with somatic experience technology yeah. i like that combined with g-spot awakening and vulva massage or penis massage. There's a lot of penis shame out there too. There's a lot of trauma out there for men. Don't be surprised. There are. Um, Even things like men just being afraid to give their heart completely. Who Mm -hmm. wants to have sex with a guy that can't love them fully? You know, you don't want to do that. There's a lot of guys that hold back their love. They don't know how to do it. And women too. I mean, and really, I think there's something interesting where betrayal Just even betrayal, not even sexual abuse or sexual trauma or shaming or religious repression, but just betrayal. How that, I mean, my brand of sex that I teach is transforming having sex into making love. It's heart-connected, passionate lovemaking. I like to say I transform friction into connection. 
Mm -hmm. Um, because there's rubbing your genitals together to make an orgasm. That's one thing. But how do you have a soulful, beautiful, intimate, joyful, loving, heart-connected experience? That takes some learning and practice. You have to open your heart to it. So, and we have to get over our body shame. We're taught our bodies are ugly. They're they're beautiful. I mean, they are a wild range of looks and feels, and they ain't gonna get any better as you age. So you might as well love it right now, starting today. Yeah, it, I mean, it also, as you were saying, that it takes a willingness to take a big risk, right? Yeah. Because 99% of couples are going into completely unknown territory. And they've also, at times, like you said, betrayed each other. They've hurt each other. And taking that risk together is, I think, you know, whether people recognize it or not, it's scary. Yeah, but they can do it. Yeah. I'm thinking, Susan, your next adventure should be to create a program for therapists to get trained in so we can all have training <laughs> when we're doing our intimacy work with couples. That is like your next gig, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so sweet. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. This is amazing. Yeah. So the, um, you know, there's like a one-two punch of when people come to couples counseling, Yeah, you hear intimacy. That's a big one. The other is communication right? Yeah. Is that people can't talk. They, they argue over everything. And, and one of the things that you talk a lot about is like there, that there's a role. Communication has a big role in this return to, or this emerging into a healthy, happy sex life together. What's, what's the role communication has? Well, I really feel like it's the foundation of a good sex life. Um, if you, you could learn all the techniques in the world, but if you can't ask for what you want, or if you're afraid to, because you're afraid your partner's going to take it personally, mm-hmm. like they did something wrong, or they're not gonna be able to hear it, or they're going to contract, or they're going to go, I know what I'm doing, you don't have to tell me or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or you you don't know what you want, you just know what you're getting, isn't it? So you just keep your mouth shut and suck it up. Right. Um, these are all the things that make it very, very hard for couples to ever get anywhere. And so one of my best selling books is a book called Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials to Connected Sex. And in it, the one of the six essentials, you know, because I've been helping couples for decades now, millions of people, giving them free advice. That's what I do. I don't, I don't charge by the hour. I just have programs. And sometimes I'm like, yes, this is the program you need. Other times I'm like, all right, tell me what the problem is. Try this thing. Mm. And so over the years, I've I've really found that the it's these six essentials that make the difference. And one of the six is. And I, I can give, let me give your listeners the whole book. You can buy it on Amazon, Sexual Soulmates, but you can download a free PDF of it at sexualsoulmatesbook.com. So that's free. And one of the six essentials is the Sexual Soulmate Pact, P-A-C-T, like an agreement. And I really feel like in a way, that's the most fundamental skill of all the skills. You can't get any, you can't get off the starting line. It's like you've got the car with no keys if you don't have the agreement to be able to communicate your needs because women change every single day. We're on a moon cycle. And even after menopause, that moon cycle affects whether we're a kitty cat or a lioness at any given moment. (laughs) And whether we want a strong touch and firm touch or a soft touch, whether we need to be held or whether we need to be ravished. And we really run that range. And that's inscrutable to men who are a bit more steady state. And so they never, you know, they're like, how come what I'm doing to her did- worked yesterday and it doesn't work today? Well, dude, because today's a different day. <laughs> and so you can't expect your guy to know what you need. And you have to figure it out yourself and tell him. And, and he has to be willing to hear it knowing how could he know? 
you live in an animal body. That animal is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. And so that's that team sweetie thing again, Mm -hmm. where the two of you have to stand together. You've got each other's backs. You are a unit against your biology and your animalness and all of the things that are we can't control in our lives. And so the sexual soulmate pact is a very ninja technique that really helps couples start to get into the team sweetie thing, start to understand that they're they're you're going to want different things at different days that it's nobody's fault and that feedback isn't failure, it's actually the winning strategy for incredibly pleasuring yourself and your partner. And once couples kind of get over the blame game of like, oh, why is mm. he, why is she telling me what to do? And into like tell me more. Thank you, baby. That helped. How am I doing now? When you start getting into when the wheel turns in that direction, instead of in the contraction and blame direction, then your sex life really takes off. Because then you can talk about anything. You can talk about your fantasies, your desires, whatever it is in the moment. And you start to really tune into what your body is telling you and speak on behalf of the animal in which you live. So sexualsoulmatesbook.com is where you can get that plus the other five essentials for connected sex. Yeah. And we'll make sure like in our podcast show notes that we put, I've written everything down, just links to all of this because again, I know everyone's so excited. They're probably going to be racing home after they listen to this podcast to go. Absolutely. I mean, it feels (laughs) like we just sort of stuck our toe in it. Well, we're going to have Susan back on many times (laughs) and we're going to have video so she can do the banana thing. (laughs) Yeah. I've got so many diagrams and all kinds of things. I've got, you can see the clitoral tissue and all kinds of stuff. Another thing I'd like to come back and talk about more is this whole notion of vaginal rejuvenation and penile rejuvenation. Because what I found is that the people who are most interested in having a good sex life are actually in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. When you're young, you don't know what you don't know. When you're Mm. 30, you're having your kids and you're too exhausted. Mm. By the time you're 40, you're like, oh God, I'm going to die. I better get on this sex life thing because I'm not happy. (laughs) And then you start really doing it. But your genitals have started to age. So now you're like, I have a great sex life, but it's hurting me or I'm I'm not as hard as I used to be. So I, I like to talk about Femi Wave for women, Gains Wave for men, PRP for both sexes, mm. the V-fit gold for women, the, the penis pump for men. There's some nitric oxide supplementation, right? My nitric oxide supplement, Flow, buyflownow.com is the cheapest place you can get it. When we talk about those kinds of things, it's really the third leg of that stool of a good foundation, the communication skills, the bedroom techniques and, and fun things to do, and then keeping your genitals in good working order. And so a little deeper dive into that, I find people are like, I didn't even know that was a thing. And now I got to go do that. And it really works. I used to have to send people to do things that I didn't really like. Now I have a simple lineup of the best things that really work. So we're sitting pretty now in the 21st century with our good technologies, which is great. We can really reverse aging. Oh, that is awesome. I really literally have had goosebumps like this entire podcast, Susan. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad. I feel like we opened a door and found just uh, just, a, you are an incredible resource to couples. And I think this is going to be- Thanks, EJ. Yeah, absolutely. So- 
I mean, you know, we'll definitely, listeners, we will we'll place all of these links in our show notes and make sure that they know how to how to get information from you. And we're we're super glad to hear that you're you'd be willing to come on again because we'd we'd love to go deeper and maybe like you said, pick one thing and really just go go deeper into it and help people understand. Cause people, you know, once they hear somebody who's advocating something that they have personally gained from there's like this like belief like it can happen you know we yeah. we can have a great sex life together you know we can communicate At in healthy any ways age. and susan's living proof right absolutely and if you guys can see her she is she's smiling from ear to ear so <laughs> <laughs> that's what all those good orgasms do <laughs> absolutely all right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Susan Bratton, once again. Uh, you've just been a, a, just a joy to speak with. It's hard not to smile and sort of like, <laughs> like, like be inspired by your energy. So, so thank you so much for being a part of the Relationship Renovation Podcast today. And thank you thank for you, all of your wisdom and knowledge you are sharing with others. Like it's, it's profound. It really, truly is. Yeah, we're doing some research this weekend for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much for giving me a platform to help more people through the work that you do. It is not easy to put on a podcast. So thank you for having me as a guest. I'd love to come back anytime. And I send my love to all of your fans and followers who I know are so lucky to have both of you. So yeah. be well until I return. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. So thank you everybody for checking us out. Please, if you know, especially around this episode, if there are some real direct questions you have, some information you'd like us to uh, to pass on to Susan or when she comes back to ask her, you know, please, we appreciate your feedback. Uh, we uh, will help you in any way we can. That's that's our mission is helping you have a happy, healthy, loving relationship with your partner. And I'm going to do a little bit of a different ending closing today because right, I just feel like it. it's it's needed. So I always say, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of your yoni and your lingam. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.